0: What's up, folks? Oh, episode number 57. Can you believe it? 57. Uh, I am here with somebody that I've been looking forward to having on for a very long time. I asked her if she would want to be on a few months back. I think maybe she had a lot of things going on in life. There was, she was busy. And she's like, I don't know, Dan. I got the impression that maybe she didn't ever want to be on. I kind of dropped it. I thought that's fair. But I found out something about you, Katie, the other day that you uh, volunteered to me that I was just p- positively chuffed over. Mm. That one do you remember this about 10 days ago oh gosh you came with a you came with a delightful piece of news for me
1: uh, oh that i'd listened to every episode
0: you may be the only platinum trophy uh <laughs> holder for that katie has listened to every episode thanks for your patronage i hope you enjoyed them what if she, she was like yeah i know i hated every single one i'm yeah. actually doing a youtube video series critiquing them and so you're not doing that are you
1: no i just have a obsessive <laughs> like need to take in like all media all of the media there is so it doesn't matter if it's good or bad i need i've started i have to finish i have to keep going i can't stop
0: that's good to know that's good that feels more reasonable it's like i was thinking i was like is she listening because it's that good of a podcast no she's just kind of obsessive yeah. about it that feels more reasonable yeah. it feels fair well thank you so much katie for a for listening through the whole catalog and b uh for then realizing that that Means you must be a guest now. Yeah. Um, What's your goal as a guest? Are you like I've listened to all fifty-six prior guests? I'm gonna be better than them, or I'm gonna what? What do you have any particular um, particular goal in mind with respect? I'm gonna be
1: honest. My goal was to not listen back and be like, oh my god. (laughs) Why did I say that? I sound like an idiot. Whoa. Hey, I and got, I tell you what. also, <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice. So sorry, everyone. You hate
0: the sound of your voice. Now, wait a second. Now, There's... Katie, one of your one of your hobbies, as I know it, one of, it's something you've been passionate about yes. for a few years now, and uh, is, if I'm not mistaken, is very much vocally oriented. That's true. Is that right? That's true. Uh, it's, do you find yourself battling with, for those of you who don't know, Katie, you're part of a choir.
1: I am. I'm part of an all-women's barbershop chorus. So um, you think about that traditional barbershop music, that four-part harmony, the four guys standing there in their suspenders and their silly hats. <laughs> um, those,
0: what, what, do we, what would you call that hat? It's, got, it's, like, a, what's it's like a wicker or something. Yeah,
1: right? it's um. Wolf there's it. definitely a name for that hat. I don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: Four part, okay, but it's much more than four people in this.
1: Right, car. so that would be like a barbershop quartet. So this is a chorus that sings the same type of same music, but parts with a big or whatever. Bar. Yeah. What part are you? I sing lead, Ooh, which girl. is uh, essentially just means you sing the main melody. So uh, in barbershop, it's tenor, which sings the high harmony, lead sings the melody, the high melody, um, baritone, which sings uh, low harmony, and then bass, which sings low melody. Base, so,
0: which just which just like does like a tuba sound filter uh <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they definitely <laughs> the,
1: there are parts that end up playing the musical instruments um if the, you, oh, they
0: kind of like acapella then the, yeah the, if you
1: think about like the people on on glee or on, on pentatonix that are that are doing the background <laughs> noises like it's not it's not like pentatonix necessarily but it's it's yes. sometimes when you're not singing the melody you're playing the background music. I suppose
0: backup vocals oftentimes yeah. are that, are just humming or are just sort of, kind right. of like a, ooh, like, a just like a sort of thing to carry on. Carry yeah. out.
1: That's like also awesome. But Only lower, because I can't sing bass. <laughs> I was going to, I was, see, I was going
0: to, I was going to try to sing along, but it, you were too lead, like the, the lead nature that came i was like i just need to be quiet this is leading right now this uh so let's see lead part four part harmony how many total folks in the choir
1: so in our chorus chorus i keep saying I, choir we is there call a it difference chorus. some people are real specific about it i don't i don't have strong feelings about it i just call it a chorus because we call ourselves where i'll stick with chorus yeah chorus um i know our our co-worker who also sings in a in a choir she she refers to it as a choir
0: Ooh, who are we talking about? Am I missing? Am I blanking uh, on something here?
1: Oh, the other materials test engineer who also sings in a choir. Are
0: you talking about Dana Bobana? She's Yeah. A, she sings shout outs, Dana. I can't believe I've never heard that. That's really cool, but yeah. not the same choir. No, not I, uh, chorus.
1: I mean, no, she, uh, Dana, if you, if you want to sing with our chorus, I mean, we are always accepting new people, so. It, it'd be great to so have check my, you. You want to shout out
0: your chorus? You yeah. To... So
1: if anybody's if anybody's scrolling the YouTube late at night wants to listen to some some women's barbershop music, uh, it's the River Blenders chorus out of st louis
0: if i and i can put a little if you give me like a link or a youtube or something we'll put it up with uh yeah so many people check these things out hey this is the first time in a while that i'm gonna have to use the old school note method check this out folks out there who use audacity it's a free software for recording yourself making these uh world changing podcasts like the one that we're making here right now uh there is very simple ways to do the things that i did not know that you could do very simply in audacity so i would just take notes as we would go of like ooh, there was a really a really bad joke i made there that i should probably bleep (laughs) out or something and i would just write down timestamps, which could change if you delete things or scoot things Mm -hmm. around well no it turns out you can just make leave a marker if you wanted to you can just put a marker down boom now you got a marker and i can put bad joke boom now it's there forever. (laughs) (laughs) but in this case they I, i don't have any clean way of reminding myself that i i'm gonna shout out katie's Course. also that marker now serves a good purpose which is for the last 30 seconds this has done nothing to progress on podcast so <laughs> I'll delete it all
1: there you go I do uh want to say I, I, I hate to, to make it sound like other than lead you don't get to sing anything fun uh because that's definitely not true I don't think I, am, made, I don't am think you made it sound that partial to lead because that's the part I sing and I like singing the melody um I think a lot of people who are more experienced singers than me and understand vocal harmonies and they understand like the circle of fifths and all this stuff about how music theory works like really great experienced singers sing baritone and tenor because those are the harmony parts they're much more difficult they're much more you have to make the chords ring you have to make everything work together and uh yeah i just i just like to sing the melody part i like oh, to sing the easy part you
0: know i think <laughs> i imagine that both are both have their virtues uh, that yeah you need somebody strong who's singing who's really punching out the the part essentially that your ear is supposed to follow, kind of the main main voice or the main melody. Yeah. But then you also need people who gosh, if you ever try to sing well, if you, you're definitely much more talented at this than I am. But I, I cannot like, guarantee like, that like <laughs> like everybody when you're driving in the car, or doing whatever, in the shower, or imagining to yourself, you kind of sometimes slip over to singing the harmony part mm-hmm, or just imagining definitely. a harmony piece. And boy, it's not hard to like lose track of that oh yeah to, to, to just like where where even did i think i was going with that note i'm off by so much and so yeah i can i can yeah respect the level of focus and and just i guess experience oh, and yeah. skill that it takes to keep up whatever that whatever the interval is that you're trying to achieve which sometimes might be really wacky ones god there was a song i remember being enamored by the the two-part harmony it was why don't It was some song, some country song about getting drunk and having random sex, (laughs) and so it's like I don't care much for the message of the song. It was supposed to be this fun loving, and it was something like, "Why don't we just agree that we'll never speak of this again, or something?" And I'm Mm. like, "Okay, fine," but it was that grosses me out. I don't like that, but cool song. And the two parts like skip back and forth over top of each other. It's Mm. not like a constant interval. It's not just fourth or fifth uh, interval. And I remember thinking, man. Was that difficult to compose? Who wrote that for you? And just kind of all the questions that go into that. I don't know. So then, when you hear something like a four part, like a barbershop thing, it's just kind of like, boy, that's that kind of on steroids. Right. Yeah. Who com? That's a good question. Who composes your uh, the the pieces? Is it something that you just sort of get and it's already written, or does some is somebody sort of in our
1: chorus? Yeah, we're usually we're buying arrangements of known songs. So um, in our case. we have, we bought from a bunch of different arrangers yeah. and that's part of being so
0: arrangers. Yeah, not composers. Right. Arrange. So
1: the, the overall organization, so the Riverblenders chorus is part of the Sweet Adeline's International, which is, as they would say, the largest women's singing organization in the world. Um, It's just, it's all women, all singing barbershop.
0: And does being, I, I imagine being a part of, being a part, whatever that means, of mm-hmm. that uh, gives, means that your group or your chorus then had, there are some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some, benefits to that yeah easier access to some repository of these arrangements and things right? So there's, for... i think
1: yeah there's you know the the network to go get them and to and to do that sort of thing we've also had um fortunately the st louis area has a very strong barbershop community in addition to our chorus you always hear that
0: about st louis
1: it, it is there's a there's a men's barbershop organization which is now open <laughs> to to all genders um that, but they have the barbershop harmony society and the st louis men's chorus the ambassadors of harmony um that's kind of a badass name is multi-time champions ambassadors
0: of harmony yeah oh shit that's they're competitive though they're not they ain't playing around them ambassadors. no
1: they are not and once again find them on youtube um
0: shout out to ambassadors of harmony cool ass name
1: it is yeah so um there's this really strong community so there's ladies in our chorus who have husbands who are in the ambassadors of harmony and Mm. uh one lady has a husband who's an arranger And he so um if you if you do look at the videos online you might see us singing Aerosmith's Dream On in a barbershop style arrangement um
0: wasn't that song used in like a rap song from like 2000 Dream On wasn't it didn't like Eminem do a song it doesn't I don't know. Dream on. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah. And so it's are not, you the one singing, like, are you doing like a screaming solo at the end of the Steven Tyler part?
1: No, that's actually, it is not quite a true barbershop <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> song because they do have um, a, like, essentially a couple of times, like, the baritones are split into two different parts. So instead of just having four voice parts, there's maybe five. But they had, like, essentially that part is so high. Um, and the way barbershop works is you want to have lots of people singing the low part and just a few people singing the high part because you can hear the high part really well. Interesting. In the way the chords are built up. I don't oh, understand this. Once be, again, people who true. understand music theory, <laughs> I respect you greatly. Um, that
0: could just be acoustics. That could just be... That,
1: right. Yeah. And especially for a women's barbershop group, you the women's bass range is not necessarily oh, sure. very yeah. strong. You got to put more power
0: down where, it's, yeah. where you're not but, um, so there's
1: literally like two people in our chorus of about 70 who sing the... <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I was hoping
0: we'd get a sample. Yeah,
1: so I, I do not sing that part. I sing the, the normal. And actually, that part, the leads get to sing a, a harmony part just for a little bit there, you know? We don't always sing the melody. Sometimes That's we sing the neat. harmony, too.
0: That makes me want to go look it up and just see. Is it... So, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit here. No, no it's fine. Is it... It's fully a cappella. You don't have a backing track or do you sometimes?
1: No, we don't have a backing track. There's Sometimes we'll do like um a performance where maybe somebody will play a piano or okay. um the... Our the chorus the year before I joined won um, the harmony classic at the Sweet International Sweet Islands International competition Shout and they did Sweet have Adeline. somebody playing, essentially playing drums on an upturned five gallon bucket. Um, <laughs> okay. I, if you if you're still looking at that River was, Blender's I guess chorus, you could still say fully
0: acoustic kind of right.
1: Thing. And there's different rules depending on whether you're <laughs> all, the, buckets, the all buckets must
0: be upturned. Well, yeah. Buckets of large of more than twenty one. They'll have writers. people on
1: there who are like playing. They'll have somebody who's playing violin on stage every once in a while. But it's for the competition. Usually the semifinals, you have to sing an uptune which is a, like a fast song, and then a ballad, which is a slow song, for the semifinals. And then for the finals, you'll do a big package, and then you only have to just sing one traditional barbershop song, and then you can sing other stuff like with the drums, with the soloist, oh, with
0: freestyle kind of right.
1: Funny. So you're putting together a package. You're telling a story. Ooh, you got it's a any, little bit of a show
0: telling a story so would you mm. are you putting together a theme between the three or four pieces
1: yeah so like that particular set that i was referring to with the drums Dream they on. did a um
0: oh wait is that the aerosmith it, one it did the...
1: not have aerosmith in it but they did a uh a prison set theme
0: okay. and they um they <laughs> okay.
1: sang a a barbershop version of uh some nights some nights, oh wow
0: yeah and that one already has a few parts like they mm-hmm. he, he, it's like synthesized fake harmony yeah. in that one but that one's re- yeah, and they a,
1: did a version, a barbershop version of um, the Cell Block Tango from the musical Chicago for my Broadway musical fans okay, out there. sure, for sure. Um, but it was all like as if the chorus was in jail. It was an orange is the new black theme. And they were wearing like orange hospital scrubs there, as their prison uniforms. It was pretty I think I've heard you
0: mention that there is some level of choreography in terms of mm-hmm. move, movement and sort of like dancing, maybe not so much dancing. You, yeah. you, I assume you stay put in one spot the whole time, but there's like some sort of kind of like a a movement element to it to give um, a visual
1: yeah so there's we stand on risers which is like you probably stood on in, in yep. chorus in elementary and school there's And there's always
0: not? the kid in the back who faints and falls off the
1: <laughs> we haven't had somebody faint and fall off but Ooh, that'd be interesting it's only a
0: matter of time katie
1: but um the front row people are on the floor and so they usually have a little bit more movement there's um you know moving back and forth and maybe doing some turns and stuff like that but you have to i mean it's it's a singing group so the main thing is that you continue singing and and continue doing that. So, it, yeah, so there's definitely a little bit of dancing. But then even if you're on those on those risers, uh, there's choreography. There's your part of telling the story.
0: I remember the risers. Oh, they had like brown felt, like brown carpet on them yeah. or something. And oh, I always yeah. remember thinking you look at them and it's painfully obvious that these things are meant to fold up or collapse in some way. But mm-hmm. for the life of me, I could not figure out in what way do these fucking things oh. fold up and or collapse? You
1: come by on a Monday night, we'll let you help. Because <laughs> oh, okay. uh, we, we set them up and we'll tear let them you down do, we'll let you do every time we use them. Yeah, You can do the
0: whole thing if you want.
1: The <laughs> the, the the There's a piece on the back that's like a, a railing that comes off. and We stack all those up and then <laughs> okay. the the back <laughs> riser actually comes apart and collapses and then the three front ones come apart and then they fold.
0: Isn't that so funny that like being, a whole thing. being part of a, gr- a group, you're like, I'm going to just sing my heart out and I'm going to get really good at singing. And it's like half of what you learn and discover at being a part of this group is like how to maintain a a group that doesn't have funding or sponsorship. Or like like yeah. ping pong club, same thing. It's like half of what you do is just setting up tables and right. like tensioning nets and getting them just right. And like yeah. figuring out how to deal with the ones that have fucked up threads or feel, figuring out how to deal with this. It's one table where the the particle board's chipped over there. So you kind of have to do this. And like, I'm learning so much about how to – how to work with 35 year old ping pong tables and make them functional i haven't played a match in 3 weeks
1: well you need everybody to step up and do those organizational things that like maybe nobody really wants to do like somebody's got to be the yeah, finance person right. somebody's somebody's yeah, got to try to the
0: treasurer that gets the he gets know, the little steel box with the lock on it Yeah, <laughs> you always just leave a key right in there anyway. right, right. but it's there if you need it and then and there's my dad used to do that for the P, ptg they called it it's always pta pto pt every every district seems like has a different final letter of pt really? blank parent yeah, teacher never heard ptg that's a new one for yeah, me. yeah parent mm. teacher group they called it and mm. it's the most absurd one but that's what it was anyway and joe turner for a few years was treasurer so he would oftentimes after like fundraising events would be the guy who like treasurer doesn't mean doing anything involving finance so it just means we need somebody to roll all these nickels up and take right. them to the bank <laughs> yeah. we have like 19 dollars worth of nickels here it's going to take somebody literally the entire st louis newly st louis rams mm-hmm. football game time for so joe turner would sit on the ground there with the dog laying next to him and like sit with his legs underneath the coffee table just watching the game complaining about kurt warner throwing away a pass and uh stuffing nickels into those paper those nice. little paper sleeves like hashtag treasure yeah that's funny the uh so i was gonna ask you this are there some teams that are known to be like strong ass competitors like it's the best of the best at blank but that team never comes with a strong blank they always come with the hard-ass freestyle but they never come with a strong uh, psh,
1: um, ballad
0: or they always come with a real strong blank but they don't ever
1: come with it the... yeah i mean i think definitely there are choruses that are known there there are multiple choruses that are like multi-time championship courses so like, like they always got
0: the they they're always doing, got your number
1: they're doing a great job what do you think they do
0: differently and not to say that your that your course because there aren't champions are like worse but what do you think is the difference between champion teams is it recruiting or is it just you got lucky or are you in a bigger city with more or is it just the the, the great man theorem is it just a couple of really really good um uh, leaders or or
1: i i hesitate to try to say what what a chorus is or is not doing right because there are so many factors. I think some factors like, so um, a chorus that I love to watch perform is um, the Scottsdale Chorus, which is out of uh, Phoenix.
0: Shout out, Scottsdale.
1: Um, all you guys, you be Googling this stuff. You can watch Barbershop for hours and hours, and that would be all YouTube recommends are forever. Are they
0: good quality videos, these videos? Yeah, them?
1: so if you get the ones good, that like are... Good audio,
0: it's not just like a single mic in the middle of the So auditorium. the
1: Sweet Adelines International YouTube page, they post all of the semifinals and finals performances for the quartets and the choruses, because there's also a quartet competition, and I don't sing in a quartet, because I don't have that kind of confidence. Okay, um, you'll get there. But... Uh, I have friends. Shout out to uh, to my friends who are uh, in, in quartets. I much power to you. And I say that's a big part of becoming better is if you have people who are going out and seeking individual improvement by singing in a quartet and learning to hold their own part and learning about their voice and their breath support and how to to stay in tune and how to do all these things on their own independently, they're going to improve and they're going to bring up the level of the chorus.
0: Oh, I see. Maybe you have a Maybe have more people, or or you you're suggesting maybe even like kind of a culture where each each member is perhaps encouraged to be to be seeking out those individual opportunities to challenge themselves and yeah, so forth. Yeah, so I
1: mean, there's definitely that. I mean, what I was gonna say about Scottsdale is that the director of that chorus is an incredible educator, and she's involved in. Um, I don't know what level of education she's in, if it's um, the junior high or high school level, but she's involved with youth who are learning it, and she's getting them interested. She's introducing them to this barbershop sound, this barbershop style of music, and then she's been doing it long enough that they're growing up and being in that chorus. Oh, that's cool. Um Our that's new director, great. Who we our director just retired after um, our last competition, so we just got a new director. Shut up. And uh, he actually comes from the Ambassadors of Harmony, who I mentioned earlier. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and he's a third-generation barbershop singer, and he sang with the ambassadors when he was 12 or 13 years old. Wow. Cause his father and his grandfather was singing and he was learning that whole time. So I mean, I think like if you can reach out, if you can get people coming in, if you can get people joining mm. and get people pursuing being better. Yep, yep, I mean, yep. and I think that's for every chorus and, and people have lives you know people have different amounts of time they can devote to stuff like that oh, cool. so
0: yeah it's, it's i'm like, not
1: saying any shade to anyone who oh yeah can't like devote coming that coming out of
0: time. coming out and putting together uh yeah i mean putting together an entry a respectable entry to any one of these competitions like you've done so much right it's like yeah it's you want to aspire to be like the greats but it's like hey we did quite a bit by just getting here oh guys. yeah let's let's be i mean it's it's pretty that's pretty scary to go sing as as part of a chorus let alone go and singing as a part of a quartet or a solo or something. It's like, hey, yeah. one step at a time, guys. Here, let's, yeah. let's, put, let's not forget that we did actually do quite a bit here. That's, I definitely, when I sit neat. in the
1: stands with my friends and we're watching the finals competition, um, which, um, for those of you who don't know, I'll brag a little bit, um, this year we went to the international competition. It was rescheduled since 2020, so it was the first time we get gotten to sing together for a long time. Um and uh our chorus uh competed in the semifinals, and we actually got 11th place um which is i think the best we've ever done it's definitely the best we've done since i've been there i can't do
0: that and that um, ain't that ain't ain't slouching
1: yeah so as part of that we got to be the mic testers for the big final oh i think i
0: overheard you saying that that's kind of fun that's sort of a you don't want to say consolation prize but that's kind of like a what's the word i'm looking for it's just kind of like a oh i can't think of the word but they're just giving you a, a little bit of like a hey you guys actually rock too right well
1: and you need somebody to come in and make sure that the microphones sound right that everybody so at every level of the competition there is a mic tester there's a mic tester for the quartet semifinals for the quartet finals have
0: some fun in determining who that person is right so
1: for being 11th place you get to come and show us once again and And that's fun for the fans because they're seeing somebody who's doing a pretty good job
0: i assume you were having a pretty good time up there testing those mics
1: we did have a really good time test. We did sing of, Dream On. A little bit we of did joviality. Okay. Yeah. We sang, uh, we sang uh, I think, was it Kelly Clarkson's What Doesn't Kill You, Kill You, Makes You Stronger. You, make you strong. And then we sang um, our up tune that we'd sang in semifinals, which That's was... That's not an up, tune, up the, that Well, that wasn't our competition up tune. That's, okay. um, um, our competition up tune was, uh, it's called the Changes Medley. And then we sang uh, Dream On, and uh, which is a really fun one with an audience because uh, you, know, you get people clapping along and... Um,
0: they're all waiting for that solo. You know, we'll get they're to the end and it gets, sing
1: with me, sing for the years, you know? And it's like, yeah, sing with us. We're here oh, with yeah, this whole dude. room full of singers. A whole bunch we of people. We want you to sing with us. Psyched it's Psyched about,
0: like, sharing positive energy. That's And great.
1: they're really amped up because now they're going to watch the finals. They're going to watch the 10 best choruses in the world,
0: dude, that's great. Come sing, just a whole bunch of good energy all in one place. Yeah, sounds sounds it's, like a good time. It is a really fun. This environment. is um. I want. Mm, am I right about this? Is is Miss Denise also a part of the? It is. Chorus? My
1: mom sings with the chorus. That's how I got involved.
0: Shout outs Denise. I have met Denise a couple times. An absolutely delightful young lady. Yeah. And uh, shout outs out there if you are listening to this. I bet she's listening to this like with th- like white knuckling, hoping that you don't say something or I, I don't say something to, <laughs> other, be, to embarrass us. I think, we're doing we can so, only hope. I think we can we're only doing hope I think we're doing fine so far Denise right uh, go ahead and leave a comment let us know how we're doing in the comment section that doesn't exist I think she
1: needs to like us on Facebook too so
0: definitely like Bear's Facebook page Bear the executive producer of the show maintains a Facebook page which I think I'm not sure what it does I haven't looked but I think it just posts the things but
1: shout <laughs> I think out it Bear. does it definitely I, <laughs> I noticed it's, it's posting it's popping up in my feed so
0: excellent <laughs> yeah. uh hey shout out to Denise what part's Denise Is she lead she us also all sings lead you guys yeah. stand next to
1: each other we the first year i sang in the chorus we stood next to each other <laughs> and now we sing we stand on opposite ends of the risers um we are we're like little little bookends hey that's we what ha- at ends. some
0: point little birdie you gotta you gotta fly on your own you yeah know, mom can only carry you for so long
1: which is really great because i can make faces at her across the uh, <laughs> during during rehearsal oh this um, all
0: sounds like just too much fun did they uh did uh uh who's a better singer <laughs> she is. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She
1: I'm kidding. My mom I think has a fantastic voice and she sang all through high school and has sung for years and years. I after like ninth grade was not in any organized singing group until uh when I joined this course.
0: Did you just start and but you've been doing it for five, six years?
1: Yeah, so I was trying to figure out I think um international twenty sixteen hey. was the first competition I went to with Isn't them. Crazy
0: so. dude and it probably feels like just yesterday. I started French. I started in, in uh January 2016 but it still kind of feels like I haven't been doing it that long it's like oh god I've been doing that for you know what a, f- a fifth of my life or like a sixth of my life or something. yeah and it's like well then shouldn't you be good by now I'm like I'm poo. <laughs> uh, yeah oh my gosh so Katie I ha- there's a- we have so many topics to cover here Um, <laughs> I have some other questions now you mm. are recently a new mother
1: <laughs> of, of, of twins of two new puppies
0: twins if you will and you are a fan of a particular I, I don't know if it's a breed a particular uh, a very slender small and energetic type of dog that is known as the Italian Greyhound that is correct if I'm not mistaken very small very f- like way more energy than you would expect to be able to fit into like a like a tube sock of a dog <laughs> yeah and these two are they are no are, are no exception
1: that is correct okay. yeah i mean so i think italian greyhounds I, I don't know if anybody's familiar with it so there's a, a traditional greyhound like uh you, you we've all seen we all know and love a greyhound
0: uh regular old greyhounds about like medium size like the the dimensions of a medium-sized dog dimensions, they're slender. probably like
1: they're probably like a waist-high kind of dog
0: yeah yeah okay so kind of like a maybe not really golden mm-hmm. retriever size but like a Little bit up there, but very slender, like a 30, it's like a 35 pound, 40 pound. I, dog? I
1: wonder how much because, um, the that's larger that's of that's my it. two Italian Greyhounds weighs 18 pounds, which oh, is so small. quite large for an Italian Greyhound. If you what look was, at like the AKC standard, they're supposed was, to be 11 Jet pounds, or right? Jet was like 12 pounds. Oh my God. so he was more a traditional sized greyhound, Iggy. Um, they call them Iggy's.
0: average weight. Average weight of a Greyhound, and they're like, mm, usually between 22 and 24,000 pounds with the capacity <laughs> of 80, 80 passengers. Oh, no, Greyhound. Oh my gosh. Female fifty seven to seventy five, male sixty to eighty eight. Wow, yeah. So much bigger than I would have thought.
1: I think it's because they're dense. They don't have any fat. They have Dude, lungs tell
0: me about and
1: dance. muscles. That's <laughs> lungs it. and muscles. Yeah, wait. Um, wait.
0: All the things it takes to run extremely fast and make a lot of noise, nothing else.
1: Yeah, or uh, Jet was Jet was a uh, legs and eyeballs. He had just the big <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giant yeah, eyeballs. Yeah. Um but so the nutritional greyhound and then the next size down there's a, a breed called a Whippet. Um, And then an Italian greyhound is, it's in the toy group. um, And uh, (laughs) traditionally, they're about 11 11 pounds. But mine is, uh, my two new puppies, Shadow and Storm, are are 15 and 18 pounds. So they're, um, what I've discovered, the Reddit group calls Biggie iggies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh jeez we're learning so much and it's also adorable uh the uh, let's see so and how old i mean you got these as so they're like 10 puppy months puppies yeah were they like tiny when you got them or they not, were four not months still? when
1: i got them so they were actually um my previous dog jet had uh, passed away uh in march rather suddenly and so i got these two puppies and they were at four months pretty much the same size as he was and i was like why are these dogs bigger <laughs> what's happened um but they're just a little bit a little bit bigger Dogs.
0: So then, let's see. At four months, just out of curiosity, we recently picked up a little, little pup, pup of our own. Uh, we from a uh, like, took a totally different sort of path to get mm-hmm. there. But at four months, is that is that a normal time to get a dog? I guess when would you usually get a dog I if you were just going to get a brand new dog?
1: I feel like people, if you're getting from a breeder, these yeah. two had been there a little well, bit. Oh, they longer. have to like they spend were a li- mom. Yeah.
0: They have to like do it. So big. the
1: other these are the last two from their litter, um, and they actually. They did. They did give us a buy one get one half off deal. Sick. Um So I think they were a buy little one, older a, than a reader would normally off. would normally uh, be having to move on. So yeah. Oh, because like I think probably two or three months is probably. I don't. I pro- probably three months maybe is a normal. So at four months, you're talking about like a twelve week old dog at three months. So
0: I suppose. Probably right around twelve weeks if it's yeah. been three months. Yeah. So, Ish. That's kind of how that's so kind of how time works, at I guess. Four months, you're still dealing with. So it's not like the breeder doesn't have any responsibility of like really training to any capacity. Or is there some of that? I mean, like what? So when you get these guys day one, it's just like chaos, I assume.
1: Um, the first week they were real quiet, like they were shy. Um, like, this is. But be they easy. definitely like teaching them to go outside and yeah. to ask to oh, go yeah. outside Body and all that. All that kind of and one of them still doesn't really ask. Like I'm not saying he's like peeing all over the house. Do you, want, he to just, just do you want to give him a negative shout out? He's just 100% quiet. What would,
0: be the, what would be like a bad shout out? Like I a don't shout, know. Oh no it would be a shout at.
1: Oh shout out. Yeah. that's Hey. But he's he's a good dog. He just I'm like do you you're just sitting there quietly. What's going on? Do you want to go outside? What's happening? What's? Just,
0: the puddle starts to emerge from underneath him. <laughs> no, <them. laughs>
1: no he's he's doing real good and they're they're sleeping through the night and everything which I know is a big thing when you first get a really small puppy is they don't even. They can't even sleep all night. You've got to what wake up do? at 2 in the morning and take what your outside. What do you do outside. for
0: sleep? You let them sleep like alongside the bed, in the bed, in the box? Oh, they in sleep the in the bed. Yeah. Aww. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't let him up in the bed. I, Our goal, or what we had always been doing, was uh, just let him in the box. And he does great in the box. Carlos, for as energetic as he is, mm-hmm. he'll just go right in his box, and you give him a little treat, and then he just goes to sleep. But now she's like just sort of unilaterally has decided that dog sleeps in the bedroom now. I'm like okay. Yeah. It wakes me up a bunch jiggling around but it's not that bad. He doesn't try to get up in the bed. That's good. I don't think if she starts trying to trying to bend the rules to now the dog's in the bed I don't think so. I ain't doing it with all the hair and stuff. Uh-uh. Mm. No. no, no. Just, mm, I see it.
1: I've always had dogs that slept in the bed. Well but so they're, they're for me when I brought a dog home it's tiny, like I want them to sleep in the bed. Do they insist That's what I
0: want. upon like being right up next to you or is it kind of like yeah they just got their little spot in the corner?
1: Um, Especially because of the breed that I happen to prefer they I think want more body heat they want to lay right next to you hey Um, if you
0: like if you're a cuddler then awesome yeah I had a little bitty dog I used to I I had to take care of in college I offered to take care of for a friend and you know one of those okay you're in a desperate situation I will take care of your dog for two weeks while you figure out another place Mm -hmm. two weeks of course turned into eight months sure as was I think the intention whatever I didn't hate the time I spent with the dog but I was gone all day in the lab or whatever Mm -hmm. you know I'd be gone for eight hours and I come home it's like what was this dog supposed to do well she insisted oh I'll come over and let him out and I'll come over and do this she never never once so Mm -hmm. I would come home to just like little poop nuggets that I would just pick up on the carpet and put them in the toilet and and pat, pat on the head like hey you couldn't have done anything about it there buddy you're you're fine but I let him up in the bed one time and I couldn't adjust myself in the bed without him just continuously like packing more into the whatever <laughs> crevice there was between yep. me and the mattress i'm like i can't do this buddy i'm gonna suffocate you or something so i just had to plop him back out i'm sorry but yeah he, he would sleep by himself that that dog never i don't think he ever liked me i don't know why i was like hmm, i don't know i guess he was like sort of like bonded or whatever too
1: right you weren't to his person.
0: yeah and so but i was like but but i still like take care of you and pet you and walk around with you and carry you and yeah pat you and i'm nice usually whatever anyway carlito he's bear is carlito's person sure i am am secondary person yeah if she goes out of town after about a day all of a sudden now he likes me Mm -hmm. but oh boy as soon as he starts sniffing bear
1: yeah oh she's back
0: yeah it's like who is this guy i'm gone i'm
1: out
0: of here uh you named those dogs it not it, deliberately there's these are those i are did deliberately name the now shadow is a name that like everybody has a dog named shadow so it's sure. kind of like but your reasoning for that was like um it, it was not just oh this is a dark colored dog i'm gonna name it shadow also storm i think is a really cool name for a dog you don't hear that one as much but these names came from where
1: um so they both come from uh fandoms that i'm a part of i believe i mentioned at the beginning when we were talking about this uh this obsession i have with the podcast that i i, I do consume all the media um <laughs> No, so um, Shadow is actually short for Shadow Facts, which I'm sure all of the Lord of the Rings fans out there know. Perfect um, is uh, the name of Gandalf's horse in uh, the Lord of the Rings.
0: You talking about the guy from uh, Sopranos, James Gandalf? <laughs> yeah, you? yeah,
1: yeah. He had a horse, right?
0: I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, okay. Gandalf had a horse. Is that right. like a is that like meme culture thing where like Lord of the Rings fans are like that that horse is my G, or were you just like I like that name? I, I
1: love the name and. Um, cool I name. think I did not yet have Greyhounds when I first read the books, but, um, uh, all right, so in the books, his horse is not just any horse. His horse is the king of the horses Ooh. from the horse kingdom, and it's like a special breed that, like, he can communicate with this horse. This isn't just a normal horse, because it's a, it's a fantasy book, so... Well,
0: yeah, you don't have to... Um, yeah.
1: Shadowfax comes when called, and I, I there's a line in the book, and I, I don't recall if it's in the movie or not, but... Um, Gandalf gets on Shadowfax and he needs to be- go somewhere. He's always in a big hurry in the books. Um, and he says, Wait, which one?
0: The wizard or the horse? The, both of them. Okay. <laughs> and he says,
1: Shadowfax, show us the meaning of haste.
0: Oh, that's a cool line.
1: And I, after I got a greyhound and um, he'd be <laughs> sprinting as fast as possible uh-huh. around the backyard and I said, I want to have a dog named Shadowfax the meaning of haste. so I can say, Shadowfax, show us the meaning of haste. <laughs> and I was showing uh, Dan and, and Bear earlier a <laughs> video oh, of yeah. Shadow and he he understands yeah, he understands speed. haste
0: pure speed yeah it's like um, an electron or something it's like this thing exists with it, it exists with only the only the mere amount of mass it needs to simply exist and the rest is energy
1: yeah so shadow is he's a he's an all black dog so i knew like <laughs> i'm going to call him shadow i'm not going to want to call him his full name all the time so i was like okay you're shadow that's great i got to come up with a name for the hey, second dog it. Um, what's I gonna call a second? And I went through various names and I eventually uh-huh. landed on
0: Oh, so you're saying so shadow you're like that one was a definite. Definite. The second one now actually took some sort of more like real time creativity.
1: I wanted a name I like names that go together. I'm I am like a parent of twins whoa, who hey. wants the names whoa, 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 to, whoa. to match. Nothing
0: wrong with that. That's called that's like an that's like a sensible human aesthetic. Who doesn't like who doesn't like matching pairs? I'll tell you who. Only the unloved and the unnatural. <laughs> that's who. <laughs> I stole that line from a Charlie Chaplin. Nice. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, okay. So now you were like, now the real challenge, the the real creativity comes out now in the second name and.
1: Right. So I play with some different names. I um I think I was calling him Sh- Zephyr for a couple of days. and
0: oh, but it would have been um, tacky if you would have gone with like Shadow and Light or Shadow and you know something. Yeah,
1: like when that. he was a gray dog, so it's like or it's, they call it blue. Shadow. They call him blue, yeah, but he right, looks. Right, right. If you look at him, he looks like he yeah, looks gray. Yeah, it's a
0: cool shiny gray kind of.
1: Thing, um. Right? So I was. Um, and I came up eventually with... Um, it's, not, it's not
0: a blue hound, after all.
1: Yeah. So I came up with um, Storm, which is short for Stormageddon, <laughs> which is that a reference... like a fake word. Actually, the, it's just a reference that most people who I tell them, they go, Oh, you're a Doctor Who fan. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> okay, okay. there's...
0: I've, I've never heard of this, but... There it, is it,
1: a completely minor character in Doctor Who who's a baby. Um, and the doctor speaks baby. And he says, <laughs> Jesus Oh... He says his name is Stormageddon, Dark Lord of All. <laughs> so Oh God. that's so... just like such
0: that's like nerd. Dan porn. is that's Dan like... is
1: hard rolling his eyes at me, but it's I just thought nerd, that was nerd. so funny. <laughs> I have to say um,
0: that, that's the <laughs> it, so that's I have this dorky.
1: this really sweet little dog, <laughs> and I call him Stormageddon, Dark Lord of all. And um, <laughs> that's
0: it is fun to imagine your sweet little dog as like this evil emperor <laughs> kind of creep, yeah, right, 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 like Darth, like Dog Vader, maybe something like that, right. right.
1: Which is, I mean, which is why it worked with the baby and Doctor Who, and it works with a with a cute little puppy. And um, but Damn. yeah, so for short, Whew. I call him Shadow and Storm. And
0: uh, Katie, has anybody has cute. anybody have you ever done like a just a like a Facebook survey or just uh, of just people? Just have people uh, Mm -hmm. anonymously submit to you, uh, out of 10, how well do they think you did at naming your dog? Because I'm I'm going, I feel like I'm going eight minimum. (laughs) Eight if I'm in a bad mood. And after you just told me the story about Dark Lord of All, I'm thinking... I'm thinking 9.5. Can we do halves? <laughs>
1: 9.5. Nice.
0: That's pretty great. How is everybody else feeling about the name? I mean, you've got to be a little, you got to be pretty proud of it. That. That's that. I'm that happy feels, with it. Feels like you nailed it. Okay. They
1: feel good. They feel good. And the, the names. Like is...
0: How's Denise feel about the, the naming? I
1: think it's, she likes yeah. them. I think she now, likes them.
0: Your mother also has a dog
1: she had a dog
0: oh i see I'm sorry. We had, a, we had
1: a bad run the last year her dog passed away and then my dog passed away oh so. my
0: gosh sorry to hear
1: yeah
0: is she maybe thinking about um maybe maybe a little more time to uh, uh
1: she was thinking about it she was looking into uh, adopting a dog and then um my dog passed away very suddenly um and i was a lot and all of a sudden like we had been people we had not not had a dog my entire life um right. we had always between the two of us had at least one dog um And so when my dog passed away, we were much more sure about what the path forward was. I started looking for a breeder and finding these dogs. Yeah, almost instantaneously. Isn't
0: that crazy that was like man's best friend is like oh but also they have a lifespan that's literally one fifth of yours. Yeah, it just sucks. Just deal with that. Yeah, but so
1: as it happened because I ended up getting these dogs, I ended up getting two dogs instead of one, and they were puppies, and it was like that's going to be a lot of work. Oh, she's helping out a
0: lot. She's helping out a lot, but taking care of. Let's
1: not me get another dog just now. I will help you with your dog Sounds
0: smart. And once they settle in and get comfortable, maybe we can bring in a bring in a cousin or whatever you want to call.
1: Right. And then the joke is that um we did that and she. Face boom! Immediately, she immediately broke her ankle. <laughs> no, oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> so,
0: Hi, how's mom moving when, around yeah, these so, days, Denise? How you moving around? Is yeah, she is,
1: she's moving really good. Are you able to put weight on it or what? Yeah, so she's back walking. I mean, we, like I said, went to compete in the cars that, competition, and we actually so went to the Grand Canyon she like afterwards. Crutching it or
0: booting it up there? Um,
1: she she was out of her boot and crutches. Um, when we went to the Grand Canyon, I did reserve a wheelchair. Um, which, by the way, if you're going to the Grand Canyon you're with someone with limited mobility, there's a bike shop in Grand Canyon National Park where you can rent a bike or rent a wheelchair. Um, so, because we weren't sure um, going to the, on the trip how much mobility she was going to have, way before we went on the trip, I reserved this wheelchair. And um,
0: and she ended up pushing you in the wheelchair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but she she walked quite a bit. But we did like um, there's a mile and a half long trail along the south rim of the canyon. And that was a little far for how healed she was. So we were able to, she could walk sometimes. What was the, uh, and then she could ride sometimes. It was, was the great. actual,
0: I mean, for the, this was months of recovery. I mean, what was the,
1: Uh, so if you, uh
0: trauma or fracture or whatever.
1: Yeah, so I think she broke her ankle in two or three places. Does that mean
0: that of the 13 or 11 or whatever little balls down there, a couple of them just like sheared in half and have to heal up? Yeah, so up they've really?
1: got like screws in them and a plate. But um, it,
0: but it, of that whatever that universal yeah. joint kind of thing is there's just some yeah. parcels or whatever and then just you hit them funny couple of them snap and yeah it just can't move till the till the heel. So
1: she actually um, that's crazy. It was a break. It was a traumatic break with dislocation. So that means when you looked at the foot, it wasn't going the direction it was supposed to.
0: Oh Denise. Oh Denise.
1: Yeah. So um, it's like I haven't been able to get to the bathroom Did that happen I, every in my I, backyard I after to chasing to the my dog? Bedroom, I end yes. up
0: in the office every. That's uh, right. The story is it is the, it is it now that things are healed, is it maybe a little funny to tell the story? Or is it's. It still it's I
1: mean, bad? the story is is still like. <laughs> <sighs> I,
0: hear I hear you. Um,
1: but yeah, so she she broke her ankle. She had surgery to fix it. It was in a splint for two weeks. They took the splint off. They put her in a cast for four more weeks. Um, came out of the cast, and then she was in the walking boot for I think another four weeks after that. That's crazy. Um, so, and the whole time it was in the splint and the cast, it was completely non-load bearing. So, I mean, you know, people who have like ACL surgeries and like two days later, they're like, we really want you to start using the knee. So we want you to start putting weight on it. No, this was hopping on one foot for six solid weeks. Oh my Lord. Um, which, um, if, if you don't hop on one foot all the time, every day, it turns out really hard work. Um, every time you get in and out of a chair, you're talking about doing one-legged well, not, squats. Not, not,
0: yeah, not just the. Yeah. Just everything about that. It's like talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Zim turned to Everybody, shout out to Nathan was yeah, had a a real, real oh bad break. That am on awful. Yeah, he was he was he was an absolute champ. Man, he's such a cool kid. He was he was a a trooper about it, but man, it was just like the it, he, oh man. That, yeah, listening thinking to thinking about the challenges that were there, and yeah, he just kind of he just kind of rolled with it but yeah Jesus, it's just the normal things you take for granted you know
1: oh yeah and it's just like you're just trapped in your house you can't do anything you can't right. go anywhere right and i was yeah much uh much respect for zimturn cuz that sounded awful dude um, hey shout out
0: zimturn was actually trapped in our house for a little while i got to hang out it's cool nice. yeah we we rented out the basement to zimturn for a minute and uh got to like play some gta and i don't know i don't remember what else we did but it was fun shout out zimturn miss you dog zimturn is in pittsburgh now pursuing a phd
1: that's awesome. That's big, so good for him. Big
0: shots, my dude. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, let's see. And Katie, as you premonist, that's not a word, mm. uh, <laughs> this this has become basically a, an injury podcast.
1: Yeah. I, I did bring that up recently.
0: Yeah. Now we're talking about <laughs> mom just busting up that ankle. Just now she's getting better. We're talking about Zimturn just shattering. Man. Oh, man. Dude just hit a sideways tree. I'm like, trees aren't supposed to be sideways. He's like, I yeah, know they're not. What it was yeah.
1: yeah I know you uh, you I could tell from the podcast you're not you know. a skier but like I've skied before so I was like picturing Never every been. move that he was describing I was just like <laughs> oh no kidding oh like I could picture trails he like paints, that
0: he paints a picture yeah I don't yeah. know I don't know a ton about skiing but it's not hard to envision something adequately you know ad- yeah. adequately accurate I'm sure to like get the idea yeah. of when you're moving pretty quick and you, you you're fluttering you're like you're flirting with that feeling of almost the loss of control you're going so fast and then i and I, just like the inevitability of contacting something that's yeah. gonna wreck you and it's like oh
1: and i am not as good a skier as uh as 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 i guess we stuck calling we him should Z- have a, i don't know what his name is now he's not Zimtern, Nathan, and he's not Zimployee. Nathan. i don't know Zimmer. what
0: yeah he's what, what is he zim, zim research what would be a can we Zim? zim? Hmm. he's just he's just impeccable that's what he is
1: yeah but uh i i'm not as good a skier as he was describing but i just i know that feeling of like this like I'm kind of not in great control, and I don't really know how I'm gonna fix that without just wiping out.
0: <laughs> and then a sideways tree pops out, and you're like, "Well, that answers my question yeah. at least. At least now I know how I'm gonna stop." <laughs> oh, jeez, Katie, I, uh, we, 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 uh, <laughs> and Kate got a kick out of, and I think Stu got a kick out of me retelling my worst injury story, which isn't mm. that bad. Yeah. I won't, I won't retell it here, but it was involving eating uh a, a bench press bar, I wish I a,
1: knew off the top of my head what a, a episode barbell. podcast it was but refer back to <laughs> I don't
0: remember yeah I, don't, I know it's on the
1: podcast though <laughs> I wonder who I was
0: talking to I mean, I've told that story you know in my life a hundred times but yeah so I, I have no idea shout outs hey put hey somebody put down in the comments <laughs> what
1: I think it might be. A, it might be a Kushner episode I feel like he's telling Kushner
0: it could have been after he got done talking about his actual serious injury with oh with this oh just, his shoulder thing horrible Oof. just almost like borderline malpractice of attempts at at and Kushner shout outs to Kush too is an absolute soldier this guy just ma- somehow maintains you know a, a, a pretty positive outlook at th- at life after just losing you know losing mm. losing one of his arms basically oh shout outs to Kush god I hope that thing finds a way to improve so yeah he can get back out there but yeah I probably then sort of uh like timidly then told him oh, I, I, one time I uh drop the bench press bar in my mouth
1: hmm. oh, i don't breaking teeth is one of my biggest fears so some, i yeah, cringe of, yeah. probably harder at that story than i do at his shoulder story even though his shoulder story is clearly by far a more severe injury but there's uh, such a cringe feeling of so something bad. happening to your teeth feels
0: so bad for, uh, uh yeah some people pe- yes teeth are uh, probably a little more hot button for people to get freaked out about kind of like same thing with kind of like I don't know, touching your eyeball or something like that. Mm, Some yeah. people are just like, no, none of that. Like I would rather get, get hit in the knee with a baseball bat than have somebody oh. like scrape my eyeball or do it. Or if people or get laser surgery. Or something. That's a weird one. I remember when Jandy got that and just kind of thinking about like, oh, I guess you just go do it. I guess yeah. you just go in there and do it. Anyway. Yeah. I dropped the barbell in my face. That was the worst I ever got hurt. Um, I think Kate got a kick out of that. She's just like, who is this idiot? <laughs> hey, wh- that works no wonder. No wonder he's so all over the place oh geez i um well that that leads us to as you knew this was the only question i promised you this is true i promised you on thursday katie you gotta tell us and by gotta i mean you absolutely don't have to tell us anything you You gotta tell us what is your most traumatic injury and i could and i mean this could be like traumatizing by just the horror of being a kid and scraping your knee that could be more traumatic say than shattering your femur when you're an adult and you're like more I remember being a kid and falling off of I'm not kidding literally a big wheel <laughs> and I and I skinned my chin somehow I ended up roll, like toppling forward and skidded my chin and I remember just being horrified by like not this is on my face mm-hmm. now I'm just going to have to deal with a bunch of kids who already don't like or respect me asking me what the hey what the hell did you do to your face you dumb idiot and it was horrible and I would argue that's more traumatic than when I dropped a bar in my face and I was like I'm an adult now I uh, shit like this happens mm. most traumatic relive ho- your the worst horse game.
1: <laughs> um i i hate to even say it i'm gonna knock on all of the wood in. in hey, and there's a lot of wood here That's, excellent that excellent household. is six
0: quarters yeah walnut but right i've
1: there. i've lived a a fairly non-traumatic sort of injury-wise <laughs> life um Lame. i've i've never broken a bone um,
0: now I need to find a Katie sound and to come in and tell yeah. a more interesting story. And we'll I just dub over you.
1: I, I started to tell Dan on Friday. I'm like, I mean, I fell off my bike when that, I was in like the fifth or sixth grade. That counts. But
0: relive it in vivid detail.
1: I was I was riding to Julie's house. Oh, I
0: like how you even changed voice there a little bit. Right. This is where. Oh, I need a backing track or something. So some oh. sort of like a eerie kind of a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was. A uh, hot summer day, riding, uh, riding to Julie's house. She only lived a few blocks away. At
0: the scene, heading over to Julie's house.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think we were going to go to the pool or something that day, and I, I had a bag. But then, plans changed. Which I, I'm changed. sure, had been expressly told that I should not hang on my handlebars.
0: That is a common mistake, because it's like, well, what uh, what am I supposed to do with this damn bag? I'll just dangle it here, not realizing that all of a sudden, we got a whole dynamic thing going on here. As we
1: So what actually happened was, I believe it was the sunblock that was in the bag ended up between the spokes and the upright. Whoa. So the front wheel was no longer moving. Um, oh,
0: oh, okay. So it's like a part of the ba- – while still in the bag, it like mm-hmm. scroted itself into the yep. in between the spokes, yep. and then all of a sudden, you're hitting – you get a hard stop. Yeah. And little Katie is –
1: Fortunately, the rule follower that I am, I had on a helmet. Um Because Excellent. I – definitely landed on my head wow um and we always
0: wore helmets as a kid too yeah
1: i pulled like all of the like i don't know ligaments or tendons and all my joints in my arms like my shoulders and my elbows and my wrists all hurt but nothing i must have been holding on to that bike for dear life i
0: wonder what yeah it'd be interesting uh, to to see what really happened and caused that yeah so did you go over the i went over the the handlebars and i
1: the top of my helmet was scraped and i had like a big um Like a raspberry on my forehead, which I think was probably from the helmet actually rubbing against my skin, not like road rash from the road. Nice. Um, So you
0: probably went nose first, like just face down. Yeah. And that whole brow section of the helmet like... Might have straight up stopped you from being paralyzed.
1: Yeah, geez. yeah, or stop you yeah, have cracking my head on oh, on the on the ride home. Wow. So that was definitely the highest potential. So uh, wear your helmets, kids, and don't hang things Man, on the handlebars of your bike. Just
0: wear your helmets, dude. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear about some kid, even if you're a jerk. Well, a lot of kids are jerks, and but then you hear about them busting their head, and it's like, well, I didn't want yeah. that. Bad. It's like I, am you know.
1: So definitely that had the potential that could have been the big traumatic uh, injury in my life, I'm but sorry, what, I and I was you fine. Were how old? Um I think I was in fifth I think I was in fifth grade because I think Julie actually moved in sixth grade, so I think I was probably fifth grade.
0: What was the joke, something about but well, you look like you're in fifth grade now,
1: yeah right, dude. right. <laughs>
0: Shout out to our old uh manager who shall not be named who uh for some reason thought it was appropriate to tell Katie that she looks like a fifteen year old and
1: and she, I was probably you know, thirty at the time,
0: yeah, and you're like well i I, I was at
1: least thirty because it would have been'm that and then after I moved to the new office <laughs> that yeah
0: dude, that dude's. That dude takes himself pretty seriously. And uh he's a little bit of an awkward dude. Hey, it happens. It does. Uh, no harm But uh
1: him. I was telling Dan earlier, it's it's you know, being told that you look younger than you actually are <laughs> is a compliment. Yes. Um and well, I
0: generally speaking, right? It's a right.
1: <gasps> Oh, you don't look that old. Oh, you look younger than that. Oh, th-
0: oh my gosh, you really think so? Thank you. Okay, well, um, nice. I, I bet you. Know, mean, I bet she means I look. You know, twenty eight or twenty nine. Right. Yeah, when you're told nice. you
1: still look like a child, it's not really. No, you
0: look like an infant.
1: Yeah, it's not really a compliment. Com-
0: okay, I kind of feel like that started out as a nice thing, and that no, it, this is an insult. Right. I'm insulting you. It's <laughs> meant to hurt you. So. And that hurts worse than skinning your forehead on the damn right. ground. That's well, weird enough.
1: Sorry, but in a work environment as well, like. Uh, being told that you look like a teenager, implying you couldn't possibly belong there, is get uh, out
0: of here, get out. How did you and get And I don't a badge? think he
1: meant any ill will. Nah, he was a very uh, jovial, good-natured guy. He's an awkward. Um, but it was such a weird comment that I just uh, it was it was. Uh, it yeah, no, that's not a, that's it not a compliment happens. anymore, dude. That's not a compliment anymore. The,
0: uh, I tell you what, we get away with a lot of. Uh, I got to tell you what, I love our work group mm. down there. How cool is it, man? I I always just kind of keep telling myself like, just like be. Be realistic. This isn't gonna last forever. Obviously, people are gonna like retire. So they're gonna die someday. It won't last forever. <laughs> and they're gonna retire. Like you can, but if you keep going backwards, it's like probably not. This whole group is gonna spend their entire career. Man, sure. Enjoy it while you got it. We got such a cool crew down there. Shout out Stu. Shout out Dylan. Shout out Jenny. Shout out Colleen. Shout out Greg. Shout out Kate. Shout out Claire. Shout out Dana for a little bit longer. Shout out Dan Fran. Shout out Henry Help. and Ray and Mike and shout Bikia. out for all. We're up upstairs. I didn't gotten upstairs yet. Oh, man. I hadn't gotten upstairs yet. Even shout-outs, Colleen and Kayla and the the, the gals up that, that's sitting in yeah, there. Yeah, just, uh, just joined us, us relatively recently. shout Kurt and Jordan, too. Shout-outs. We got, we got shout Jandy's out up there. AJ. Shout-out, Janderson, dude. One of the best engineers I've ever met. Shout-outs, oh, Christy, Christy and Christy. Christy Yeah. Man. We got a crew right now. Shoutouts! I know everybody out there who doesn't work with us and has never met these people is like thank you for listing <laughs> a bunch of names that may or may not here's
1: a bunch of people those who could work just with be the names of Pokemon first name I don't only. know uh
0: yeah. shout outs to all those people we got an awesome ass crew now I feel real bad if I missed somebody I guess I missed Tom Peter
1: oh Dan yeah the other Dan the other other day, Dan. K.
0: Dan K just helped me out with uh, with give me some resources to help with the design practice. Shout out, Dan K, that helped out. Um, we also ate Dan K's stew one time. Back shoutouts for She sent me Rikia sent me a picture that said, "This was yours, right?" An empty bowl that looks nothing like any Pyrex I've ever seen, and I was like, uh, <laughs> "You like, just play it, right?" She's like, "No, this was yours, wasn't it?" You ate the wrong stew. Shout out, Dan K. <laughs> He Ooh. sent out that email. He was like, I had a delicious gluten-free beef stew. And if anybody's seen it, uh, oh, man. Yet.
1: I mean, and it, w- it was definitely couldn't have been a nicer person to do it by accident. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, I think he ended oh up my God. loving
0: it. Yeah. He was very patient, but I made sure to thank him uh, for being, uh, for being quite as patient as he was. <phone rings> Katie, how many times have I had to tell you, don't mess with the play, the stop play button. If you press <laughs> it, we stop recording. And then all the shit that we didn't want to hear and would have cut out anyway would have... Uh, but
1: there's all these buttons. I just want to press them.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I <laughs> If anybody, anybody who's familiar with the setup here knows that I keep my guests uh, at a further than arm's reach away from all buttons. <laughs> Although you do have enough control. I could control, mute myself. <laughs> that just, yeah, that just, I was going to say, that just freaked me out that I was like... I just had this like mm-hmm. nightmare of like, oh my God, did we double check? No, we did. We did a little sound check first. Yeah. And you're getting... You got waveforms I got waveforms. There. You're waving I exist. hard. Dude, if I zoom out, Katie, I think... I think you did excellently this time. If we zoom out, you might have a denser like blurb than me pretty. That's pretty equal. That's looking pretty. I dig it. Um, 56 minutes, 15 seconds. Katie, this has been terrific. We I feel like we crushed it. It was it was this has been awesome, but we're not quite done yet. We got to give you the lightning round. Okay. Are you ready? No. we can wait (laughs) should we put another generate tone should we put another (laughs) 440 hertz
1: no no don't don't (laughs) do it don't do it um okay i'm i'm prepared now i'm mentally prepared
0: okay then go ahead oh (laughs) i'm just joking um lightning round uh okay katie uh favorite musical band
1: um i mean i'm actually going to see them in concert tomorrow night they might be giants
0: Shout outs. They might be giants. Tell the, for the people out there who don't know what are a couple of like the big songs that people might know.
1: Uh, I mean I feel like they were they, they were to to the extent that they were big, they were big in the nineties. Um but they
0: uh But there's they, gotta be some like major hits that people would recommend. Um didn't they do a theme song for some
1: They did I think a theme song for Um Knock in the Middle?
0: I, that's what I was gonna guess. There was a song. Now I think think, am I tripping about this? There was a song on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie soundtrack. Oh, I have no idea. From like 1997 or something, not the new one. And it was one of my favorite songs, I was obsessed with it. Yep, it, that was them. They might be giants. It was called sense Surround. sense around being a trademarked name Interesting. Of, of a of like an audio. I, I talked about this. Did I talk about this the other day with Dan Califf? We talked about this. I won't get into it. Anyway, the song is these guys basically bragging about being so like intellectually capable that they were aware of the world around them while still like in utero. And he says, the first me- recollections I have of the outside world are... Is that the, the the world first spoke to me in sense around a trademark term from Serwin Vega which is like an audio huh. uh, audio equipment company they like teamed up with Dolby or whoever to do this movie experience thing for like Jaws or something some big movie back okay. in the seventies okay. where they like just basically made giant subwoofers to make it like a little bit more immersive. I
1: mean that sounds to be exactly um, the kind of s- song that they would have made.
0: But yeah. it's such a You've gotta check it out. It's such a jam. I still enjoy listening to it. Sen, sense surround. They might be giants. Shout. Outs if Hannah's listening out there. I wonder if my sister still listens.
1: Hmm. She, probably. She, She's very shout supportive,
0: i sure. Hannah. She's awesome. If, she, if you are listening out there, you know what I'm talking about. I used to love this song. Great song. Double check it. They might be giants. Who knew? All right. Lightning round is going real slow. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning, uh, 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 well, favorite movie.
1: See, now I feel like you're just uh, trying to know all my security questions.
0: <laughs> well, the name of your elementary school. First dog's <laughs> name, mother's maiden name, Denise. Oh, no, I remember this. Dude, I know this one because it went from because there was there was some like funny sounding. They didn't go through like a lawless. And then there was maybe I don't know. I'm, bot- I'm butchering the story. Should I mark this and clean it up? We're going to get rid of some of that. <laughs> Is there a story?
1: <laughs> Is there a story? I mean, no. I mean, there's there's not a there's not a story. I think um, I've always liked my mother's maiden name. Uh, because it's, 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 now, now I don't know whether I'm supposed to, if I'm supposed to stay as much information. I was told not to use names. Oh, oh. (laughs) I I don't know how she would feel about that.
0: Oh, Hey, don't, we can respect that. Yeah. Or we can beep it out. We can give her a high pitched beep. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll tell Dan though. Yeah. Oh, sure. We'll do this off the air. Anyway, (laughs) all for the record for future Dan here. Uh, I also like that name. Great name. Yeah. Once I find out what it is later. All right, back to the lightning round. Um, Katie, We're really these, good at the these are round. stupid. These are kind of dumb questions, but this is like what people want to know. This is kind of just probing at the personality there. Sure. If you had to answer this question, I know it's not a fair question to ask. Mm. Favorite color?
1: Favorite color? Favorite color. Um, I, I always say my my color when I, like, oh, that's my color. Katie's it's, color. it's teal. It's Katie's teal. color. Oh,
0: great choice. Yeah. I like it. In between, not primary. But teal goes, teal goes, teal's great for a lot of things. To the point that you would, like, paint a bedroom teal? To the point that you would buy a car colored teal? Where's the, where's the limitation?
1: I mean, I, I teal's a rough color to get in a car. I've seen people who have cars <laughs> that are a little more teal, and I'm like...
0: Look at that car. Yeah, oh yeah, it catches your eye. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I like purple. And I would have to it's, get it's, a know,
1: judgment yeah. call on whether the current color of my spare bedroom that I painted 15 years ago when I bought that house is perhaps technically Whoa. in the teal spectrum. Hey. Or
0: oh, you know what we could do is we could spark a whole new debate online. We could be the next the next like viral meme where you put that up and say, what color would you call this? And then you put underneath it, like it's actually uh, like... Burnt umber, like this is actually <laughs> goldenrod yellow. Oh yeah, because it's just because. And people are like, no, that's like a that's like sea foam green or like a like an aquamarine. You're like, mm, no, it's black. Right. It's it's a bot perspective. They uh, okay, so we get we got through. Th- oh, you've never told me your security question, favorite movie. and, oh. and we aren't to an hour yet, so you um, are still on the uh, on technically
1: the... as far as if people ask me my favorite <laughs> movie, um, you kind of
0: that yeah, it's kind of like an unfair. My my
1: default answer is Star Wars. But that's been my favorite movie since I was in, you know, like Whoa, sixth
0: grade. Oh, dude, I'm getting I can already feel the emails coming. There's no movie called Star Wars, is there?
1: I think technically the top billing for Star Wars New Hope, it was just billed as Star oh, Wars. You know what? But then when when it starts it's episode right. four, a New Hope. So. Okay.
0: I think you're right. I think I did hear that too. Okay. Star <laughs> Wars for sure. Uh what do you like about it? Is it like uh I mean, I mean it's a cool story. It's like a that sort of hero story and all that. Oh Love it. Yeah. Katie's showing me her black painted wall (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah, it's like a light greenish blue.
1: Yeah, and then the other one is like a a dark blue. It's a little bit in the green spectrum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I painted my house in uh, 2007, so I have a two-tone room that is like half green, half blue. It it works. Uh, But I like it, and I'm the only one who lives there, so it's my business.
0: Were you psyched whenever they did Rogue One that like lines up perfectly with... uh, I
1: really like Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah.
0: By far my favorite of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, that one was really good. I felt like it was like, yeah, just totally, almost felt like this is, yeah, it felt like a different, whole different species, like a whole different thing, and I I really liked it. I
1: liked it. Yeah, I have this complicated uh, relationship with Star Wars because... (laughs) I loved the first three movies, I was obsessed with them, and I read all of the Expanded Universe books back in the day. Oh,
0: yeah, I had a friend Uh, who was into that. So,
1: shout out to all those characters who don't exist anymore. Oh, my gosh,
0: not canon anymore. Get out of here, dude. So,
1: um, I have this weird relationship with Star Wars where that's my Star Wars. That's the version that lives in my head. And it's not that I don't like the newest three. I think they have their good points. I like the characters, I like the actors, I like some of what they did with it. I don't like that mm-hmm. they kind of tried to tell the exact same story again. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I did not like that like, aspect. But also, I, I am remin- reminded of the fact that you loved Star Wars when you were 12 because you were 12. And when mm-hmm. you're in your 30s, maybe you're not going to have that same joy that you did when you were 12. You're being That's re- fine. You're
0: reason- being reasonable about this, but, um, but it's hard not to. Something that meant so much to you, it's hard not yeah, to. Yeah, uh, but
1: I, for me, it was very much like, but my characters, my characters that I love, they don't mm-hmm. exist anymore.
0: Yeah, dude, they did some retconning in the last trilogy as well. And they did some... Yeah, yeah, there's probably... Well, what are you gonna? They gotta, they gotta keep the money machine turning, so they gotta put out something, and yeah, you're not gonna, make, right. you're not gonna keep everybody. Well, making, I, guess, I guess
1: as as a as a Star Wars fan who had been reading the novels for a long time, um, my dream was always that some of the better stories from the oh, expanded universe yeah. could have been movies. Talk about
0: like a Easter egg or something, or like somebody just kind of sneaking in, and then they're like, "Hey, we have news about the expanded universe. <gasps> oh, here it comes. Right. It's all not. It's all it no longer exists.
1: Right. Yeah pretty
0: much hey guys damn that yeah i bet you you're not the only one there's gonna be a lot of people out there that were like that kind of had a little bit of their their dreams crushed that's yeah. too bad Yeah, but shout outs rogue one we still got some gems. rogue
1: one was awesome um right, i banger. enjoyed the han solo movie it was fun it was super damn. predictable like if you were familiar with sure, his just backstory a, just
0: a just a romp but it was yeah, a fun movie of... it was
1: fun i liked it um and i i don't i i didn't the the prequel trilogy uh, the uh, but the the new trilogy that came out i liked i liked all of them they were good
0: i did i definitely liked the end of eight like that, that mm. the badass scene of I, I it's like obviously they're doing they're just trying to twist your yeah you emotionally but i was like it got to me the oh, whole yeah. the whole luke gonna be badass one more time yeah it worked i, I didn't worked. like how they turned him into a bitch like a scaredy pants and stuff it's like no he's like the hero he's like the go-getter and now he's like oh, i don't want to be part of it anymore like stop but then he got to like show up at the end
1: right all yeah. right at
0: least you let him have that that was pretty exciting
1: and i wonder if there's like something they could have done better with really what the story they wanted to tell was like this idea that he thought he'd made things worse instead of better like he'd he'd created this evil and he'd done this but I gotta tell you he did still kind of run away from his problems in the end but to be, here's here's the one thing that I've seen well, yeah, people like, say well why'd you have to why'd you have to you to a hero into a bitch I mean, if you, you go back and watch though the original Star Wars movie oh yeah Luke is kind of a windy bitch a little
0: bit he did do some whining back then. so
1: I mean it, <laughs> or two <laughs>
0: hey, uh, dude they there is if I find it, I'll put it in the description. There are a couple videos out there where people do this. Okay, so shout out to Dan McCoy, another uh, guest of mine. Mm-hmm. He does a he has a podcast called Gosh, I don't want to do him wrong. It's called Hey, folks, Future Dan here, coming in with the answers as usual. Yeah, Dan McCoy's podcast is called mm-hmm. Fan Fiction. F-I-X hyphen T-I-O-N, and he and his co-host discuss video games in particular what they didn't like what they would have done to fix it that's the genre that we were talking about the specific uh, YouTube video creator that I will be referencing frustratedly uh, very shortly is called uh, the is goes by the name the critical drinker and uh, the title of this series is the drinker fixes and he has a an episode specifically on Luke Skywalker how to make him? Uh, how to achieve the the goals that the writers had in mind for those films without making look a little bitch? And so uh, I've got links in the description for both of those. Also, the hats that those guys wear in the quartet are called Panama straw skimmer hats. I know a lot of words. Not sure if that's right. It's the first thing Google said. Peace.
1: But I mean, I think it's the same thing. They did the same thing with I thought character assassination as far as Han's reaction to what happened. You know. He he runs off and goes into hiding and, right. and doesn't deal with his problems and leaves his wife. Oh, and, same thing, you know. Like yeah, same okay, same we thing. know you're upset, but and I, I I get it. They wanted to start the new generation. They didn't if they if they let Luke and Han and Leia solve all the problems. Still be heroes. Yeah. Then it was, which is to be fair, what happens in all the expanded universe novels. you just should have made this movie ten years earlier <laughs> nice when everybody was still young enough. And uh, you know <laughs> they they couldn't start the new generation if they let them still be badasses.
0: Well. Yeah, and so, gosh damn it! I wish I remembered. I, I, this, I'm not doing a, I'm wasting, wasting breath right now. Whatever it is that I'm recalling, having watched, was a person who I thought did a really great job of, essentially, uh, arguing with what you just said. Right. You no, know, you can potentially still have these guys be heroes and still pro- put out the new characters and make them like the next generation. But I, mean, I could be tripping. If I find it, I'll put a link in the description, right. folks. And if not, then I just wasted a bunch of your time. Yeah. Shout out Star Wars, dude. Hell yeah, man. Star Wars. That's like the quintessential sort of hero story. Quintessential? The fifth one?
1: Yeah. What's so the word I'm
0: looking for? It's like the canonical. It's like the what mm, people s
1: no, people,
0: people quintessential is, people is. say quintessential when the Yeah, okay. You guys know what I meant. <laughs> oh, future damn back one more time. Yeah, Katie was right. The uh definition of quintessential is representing the most perfect or typical example of a quality or class. Um I had some uh, overzealous history teacher in high school that confused us about what that meant. Nope, Katie was right. <laughs> we got a couple more in the lightning round. This extremely fast lightning round. <laughs> if you could, if you could buy any car, I know you love your car. If you could buy any car, though, any, any, what would you love to just roll up to the spot? in? would it still be a blue with white stripes Mini Cooper?
1: Um, I think it would still be a Mini Cooper. I the one thing that i want cuz my car is about 10 years old now sure i wish i could get um a a fully electric mini cooper that i was happy with uh
0: do that does they they now have
1: an electric mini cooper the range is 100 miles mm. and um that is not far enough for a single car household um, right 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 uh, you know if you've got if you you've got the electric car and then oh I've, we've got the gas car so that like if you want to take a road trip we can like that barely gets you to columbia man and if there's traffic, so I uh, that's too bad. Man, hopefully someday, maybe, yeah. And and they have a hybrid, but they only have it in their uh, their SUV model, so uh, they call it an SUV. That's just like a big, that's, uh, that's they're, a big, Cooper. they're uh, they're countrymen, it's just a gooper, yeah.
0: What's a big Cooper, a booper, yeah, Coop, man, whatever. Um,
1: but yeah, so I mean, that's that's the main, I, fair. I do, I love my mini, I fair. love the aesthetic of it. I love Money's having this. Ob-
0: Money's not an object. Are you upgrading? Are you, upgrading? Are you going 2023? <sighs> Are you going with the S? Are you doing anything yeah, different? I'd probably, different? Color scheme? Any of the any of the bells and whistles?
1: I would. Uh, I think in in my in my current lifestyle, I would upgrade to the four door Mini Cooper, which is a little bit bigger. Dig I, it, I, you know, I get, I get all the packages and having stuff, a, and all the stuff on there.
0: Having a sedan is uh, nice. It is nice to have those back seats.
1: But uh, I, I do, I love the aesthetics of it. I love the size is good for me. I like driving a small car.
0: I dig it. Every time I walk by your car, I'm like, it fits. That works. That that makes sense. You
1: can imagine me with my Mini Cooper good. and my little miniature dog. I, I can't imagine you with and my little 15 year old face. What else would I imagine <laughs> you in? It is
0: funny sometimes seeing people's cars when the car doesn't really match the person. Craig, what's Craig? He had some like nissan cube or something like <laughs> like one of those like uh like a hamster yeah thing. and then dana with their adorable little that one fits but that you're just fits. not ready for it the little turbo uh beetle mm, who yeah. else yeah it doesn't matter um uh dude Kate, you're doing really well there's only one question left in the lightning round name the best podcast of all time
1: oh the best podcast of all time
0: it's not supposed to be hard
1: Is it is it the
0: the in over your head podcast? It's changed pronouns. In over his head. Um, No, it's definitely not. We are not the best podcast, but I think we're an okay podcast. And you know what? And I think that's all right. We didn't come here to win first place. We came here to 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 mic check.
1: But this actually is this is I will say the (laughs) same format as what is my favorite podcast that I listen to all the time. That's that's not your podcast, obviously. Oh, fair enough. Other than yours, fair um, enough. Which is I listen to a podcast called. And this is going to fit really well with everything else that I've talked about so far. It's called Welcome to the Dork Forest. Um, (laughs) It's
0: like, I wonder what it could be about. um,
1: Yeah. So it's literally a stand-up comedian who talks to her friends who are other comedians about the thing they like to dork out about. Um,
0: dude that's great I mean, it's, and it, uh, which
1: I feel like is exactly what the format of Dan's podcast is I, I think mean, so you bring your friends on it's people who you feel comfortable with you talk about yeah. it you shoot the shit and you talk about like what do you want to talk about you love horror movies let's talk about finding horror movies finding out you know?
0: realizing that most the people that you like you like for some reason mm-hmm. you don't just randomly like those people you like them and it's like well what's the reason because they're interesting oh yeah well if they're interesting why well, maybe other people would want to hear about it
1: sure and you find yeah. out
0: you find out a bunch of pretty cool ass stories yeah. And find out that one time they went over, head over, head first over their handlebars <laughs> and scuffed up their head.
1: <laughs> and uh, just like just like John Kushner left us with the message of, Aww, of don't Kush. do anything with your hands in your pockets, I'm telling you, Kush. don't hang things off of your handlebars. You know? <sighs> the These dangle, are the lessons dangle. we learned. I get so nervous when I see
0: people dingle dangling. I'm like, what? You have no control over that bag right now, oh, yeah. my dude. Uh, just all right. Shout
1: out to my mom. She told me not to do that. Shout
0: out to Denise. She tried. <laughs> hey, you know what, Denise? Ah, oh, that's all the time we got, folks. Katie, this has been so fun.
1: It was a lot of fun. I'm so happy to finally be here.
0: And, uh yeah, she, Katie took a tour. We had, what did we eat? We had something. Oh, yeah, we had some random thing that Bear found a picture of on line. It the was tasty. Line. We, I, I put all of the different ingredients into different pots and added heat to them. And then at the end, you just kind of dump cream and salt on the whole thing. And it's like... It, it worked. Bro.
1: Yeah, it all uh, came together.
0: Mess with it. Shout outs to the Bear for picking a good recipe. And... uh Man, I, I, um, we need a we need like a, a concise, a clean, a concise sign off. What are we doing? I, I'm just trying to look for a way to wrap things up, and I'm just going in circles here. Where okay. are we? Okay. You what know, are we? you know what to say. Uh, no.
1: Take care of each other out there. Where's that from? It's the end of the Dark Forest podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm
0: not doing it. We got to come up with our own. I had like an intro thing. I was trying to do this long-winded thing, and I didn't know. I don't know if I thought it was like meta funny. I said something about like to, you can leave your shoes on if you want, stay as long as you want. Uh, i did take I said, my
1: shoes off though so katie
0: did but i uh, whoa, whoa, whoa but for the record i did let her know feel free to leave those on if you like she let me know her feet were getting hot i was like fair yeah <laughs> all right what's a better sign off do you want you have anything in mind That's ooh, it has to be original though oh
1: man
0: it doesn't have to be great I was, an original thought um, i didn't know i was required <laughs> yeah. i thought yeah. i was gonna spout
1: it, off stuff that i heard on television that's pretty much like my dude, entire that's lifestyle people,
0: that's some people's style of comedy it's just like repeating will fair lines from movies i'm like yo that's not comedy dude that's not just saying, you're my boy, Blue. That, that's not a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you yeah, know, yeah, it doesn't have to be great, Katie. First try. It's. I'm expecting. I want a C minus or better. <laughs> you don't think you can hit C minus? Come on, Katie. I've seen you do. I've seen you do B's in your sleep.
1: It's just <laughs> the parts where, where we're just like want, staring at each other want, and like, <laughs> <laughs> have no idea what's going
0: yeah, on. That's what we should make that clear on there. By the way, folks, we are just staring deeply into each other's souls <laughs> for the last a minute and 45 solid i haven't looked away i can't now i can't look away i'm afraid to i don't know what'll happen uh we'll cut out most of this
1: mm. okay. I, guess we, I got to meet carlos too so that was fun
0: got to meet the dog dog was very energetic but the dog seemed to like you
1: katie I was kind of a dog well.
0: person yeah bear was complimenting you on having like a proper dog uh you know like kind of doing the right things to not get them worked up
1: but before my adventure into greyhounds i had an absolutely wild ass dog so i (laughs) i I know what that is like to have a dog that you just desperately want to get under control at all times so much respect for anybody whose dog is well trained
0: we can work with that um yo uh here's our sign off yo Mm. um all you wild ass dogs out there get yourselves under control that's right all right peace
1: yeah (laughs) peace I uh...